Citizen of the World by Madeline Honig. I jump back as a motorbike speeds right in front of me. A man atop the bike has no regard to my presence. I walk out of my hotel, and I am now standing in the street. But there is nowhere else to stand. There are no sidewalks. I backed up against the walkway leading to my hotel as another motorbike sped by me. I need to find another place to stand as I figure out what my next move was. I walk down the road and find a pedestrian-only street, and I thank the travel gods for watching out for me. As I walk, the pedestrian walkway turns into a courtyard beside a church. There are hundreds of chairs and tables, each grouped by different colors, shapes, and sizes, with covered tents. A couple pushes past me and sits at a table near where I am standing. How rude. Both for the push and for the assumption that that table is free for the taking. They appear to be out of retirement age. Her in an unkept short blonde haircut and three quarters gray and white striped shirt. Him in a white hat I can only relate to fishermen with white hair poking out and a white polo shirt. When I turn my attention from the couple, I am back to taking in my surroundings, unsure what to do with myself. There are people everywhere when I notice an inviting menu on a wooden stand near a group of tables and I approach it. As I flip through the pages, I notice there are pictures of every food item listed. The items range from eggs and bacon to ham sandwiches to tacos. Very good, authentic Greek food, a man is suddenly standing in front of me and speaking to me in a thick accent. The best, he continues. Okay, my voice is shaky. Have a seat, he steps, putting his feet together and motions to an empty table with a sweep of his whole arm folding slightly at the hip, and I follow his motions. He then abandons me for a foursome checking out the same pictures in the same menu. Still or sparkling, a new man with a similar accent appears. I give him a questionable look. Water, he responds to my confusion. I think about the question for a moment. At home, sparkling water has carbonation. So does that mean still water is regular water? Like it doesn't sparkle? Still, I guess? He nods his head and disappears. And I'm glad when he brings me a bottle and pours a glass of the clear liquid, and it's exactly what I expect. Along with the water, he's placed a large menu on the table, identical to the one I looked over at at the stand. I give a smile and thanks. I thumb through it, and I'm pretty sure that hot dogs are not considered authentic Greek food. And I ponder what I should order. Something familiar or something new? My dad's cheerful voice during our goodbyes echo in my head. Be sure to try some Slovaki for me. I find the Greek food section on the menu and find the Slovaki. The picture of the Slovaki did not seem scary. It looked like something you would get at a Greek restaurant in the United States. Some meat on a stick, pita bread, lettuce, tomato, and a white sauce. When the waiter came back around, I pointed at the chicken Slovaki, not confident in my pronunciation enough to say it out loud. He nods, takes my menu, and is off to the next table. American? Another man's voice has come from behind me, but this accent sounded a bit more like home. Yes, California, I say in a half turn towards the man. Chicago, he responded as if I asked. 
As I get a better look, I notice his dark hair is tied back in a low man bun. A bandana of various flags is wrapped around his head. He has a scruffy beard, which makes it difficult to guess his age. His beard says man. His eyes say boy. He has a small cup in front of him that I recognize as an espresso cup, yet I know no one who drinks that fancy stuff. Just got here? He gives a soft smile. Yes, how did you know? You have the look of someone who is lost. Pro tip, even if you have no clue what is going on, pretend you do. Otherwise, you look like a target. He takes a sip from his tiny cup. I nod as I take in his advice. I was told to look for pickpockets. But that is why I am wearing my underclothes skin-toned wallet. It's strapped around my body and out of sight. No one even knows it's there. I accept his advice, but I feel prepared to face anyone who might call me a target. Are you here alone? He continues. I pause, wondering if this is a trick question and he was the pickpocket I should be watching for. Suddenly, I'm a little panicked, but I calm myself. Yes? Again, my response sounds more like a question than an answer. Me too. He pauses, but when it's clear I won't say anything next, he continues. I went to Barcelona with a few friends, but it came time to leave. I just couldn't do it. I felt like I was made to be a nomad. Like I'm a citizen of the world. What is better than this? He holds his arms out as far as he can without invading anyone's personal space and looks around. So what's your story? He leans forward as if I'm about to tell him a juicy story and the few inches he'd move will cause him to hear the story better. It was a bit of an impulse, I start. I had a lot of vacation time and Greece looked nice. Really? He tilts his head. Greece looks nice. So does Hawaii and the Florida Keys. Heck, even Chicago looks nice. Come on, I'm a stranger. No matter what you tell me, it'll never come back to you or anyone you know. Here, all your secrets are safe. So what's the real story? That is the story. I take a sip of my water. I get his point, but I'm not sure if I trust it. That has never been my experience before, but it's true. How will he ever find anyone I know? Do you know why I'm here? I mean, my real story? I shake my head with a bit too much excitement. If I tell you mine, will you tell me yours? I pause and give a quick nod. The whole part of going with friends to Barcelona is true. That happened. But in reality, it was one friend and the plan was never to go home. Neither of us were supposed to go home. He took off for Thailand, but I wanted to see Greece before leaving Europe. So I've been island hopping for the past few months. He gives a final nod as he finishes. My boyfriend broke up with me, I blurted out. Aha, but there's more, huh? This was not a simple everyday breakup. I can sense it. Women don't randomly decide to come to Greece when they've had never traveled before. They don't just show up and look as hopeless as you do. No offense. I felt a bit offended, but he scratched his beard and continued. It was not an everyday trip for us. I mean, we didn't really come here for vacation. I mean, we did. Not that that was the primary reason. We needed to leave Chicago. We needed to leave the States. What we did was highly illegal. But you are a stranger, and we are in a foreign country, and I can tell you anything. And you can't tell anyone, right? 
I nod very curious as to what he was going to say next. We scammed hundreds of companies out of a lot of money. Like, a lot. They were big, bad corporations anyways. They didn't need the money. And it was a lot of money. I mean, I'm not Kardashian rich, but I could retire comfortably outside of the United States. As long as we don't get caught. We left while we were ahead, and I'm not sure how much longer we could have kept it up. But you are a stranger, right? I nod, taking in what he just told me, digesting the pieces he just told me one by one. That story deserves my whole story. He cheated on me, got another girl pregnant, and when I found out, I booked the plane ticket three hours later, telling myself that I still had the freedom and he is stuck with a child for the next 18 years. He started laughing, and I felt relieved to tell someone the truth. My best friend didn't even know the whole story. Revenge booking. Nice. He nods his head. My name is Andrew. Or is it? He holds out his hand and then pulls it back a few inches to offer it back at me. The whole time wearing a smirk on his face. His eyes have a twinkle in them I didn't notice before. Gabby, I responded, shaking his hand. Andrew nods his head as the waiter sets down my Slovakia in front of me. It's not as pretty as the picture, but at least the colors are more vibrant. Have you seen the Acropolis yet? I shook my head. I had a mouthful of chicken, and I couldn't respond to his question verbally. You know, that thing? He shakes his pointer finger behind me as I follow his finger. I realized the Parthenon was clear as day on the hill behind me. I was so busy with what was going on around me, I didn't even notice the massive monument. This was part of the reason I thought Greece looked amazing. I had studied the Parthenon in AP art history in high school, and I've always thought it would be awesome to see it in person. And I can't believe it is suddenly sitting in front of me. I swallow, feeling confident in correcting him. You mean the Parthenon? He shakes his head. Well, yes, the Parthenon is the temple on the hill. But the Acropolis is what you gotta go see. It's the entire hill. The Parthenon is amazing, but it includes the surroundings and the history and the stories. And you're talking about an amazing history. Thousands of years of history. He smiles at me again. And I realize I am melting, not just from the heat, but with his smile. Eat up and I'll show you. It's a steep hike, so nourishment and hydration is key. I take another bite and flag the waiter down. Can I get the check? I ask, trying to look confident to make Andrew proud. The waiter nods and disappears. When the waiter comes back with the check, I take a glance. Nine euros? Living in San Francisco makes Athens look like the cheapest place on earth. I lift up my shirt just a bit and unzip the compartment with my cash. I expect to see praise from Andrew, but I am met with another look of horror. Not just from him, but also from the couple who had pushed me earlier. You are such a target. Andrew laughs and motions for me to pull my shirt back down. Stick with me, newbie, and you'll be all right. But first things first, let's find you a real bag. Something that doesn't say, I'm traveling for the first time. Please rob me.